Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. scoring touchdowns tomorrow in the pinstripe bowl yankee stadium in new york city and a man who's going to be on that call he's going to be alongside the voice josie gacky don bailey jr former miami hurricanes team captain you're going to hear him tomorrow right here on wqam dbj who's out on location in new york city how are you sir i couldn't be better i hope you had great holidays alex and uh, everything turned out your way Great holidays, Don. I hope I hope the same for you. And I and, and you've got uh, you got family up there, right? So you were you were kind of killing two birds birds with one stone: pinstripe bowl and Christmas. That's right. Got a got a two for one out of the deal. I, you know, married one of those New Yorkers that I met at the University of Miami. Best thing I ever did. So it's all worked out good. I love that. That's tremendous. Now, you know, Don, uh, I'm many reasons why I'm excited to watch the bowl game tomorrow. One of those being we're going to get our first look at Jakari Brown since 2022. Last time Mm -hmm. he started a game or played any in-game snaps for Miami 2022. Um, What have you seen uh, this season from Jakari's development and anything you can share from the last couple weeks of practice in terms of what we can expect from QB1 tomorrow? Well, I think it's going to be expect the unexpected almost, right? As you mentioned, we, we have not seen him play in a game situation all year. Now, I will tell you that he has practiced extremely hard. The meetings that I've been around that he's in, he's paid attention. He's He has been dialed in all year with the, the mindset that he's one snap away from starting. Um, the last couple of weeks, you're uh, out 15 days of practice, he's really been dialed in. You know, he realizes that this is an audition tape for him for, for right now, for the future, you know, for, for the next season, whatever his plans are. And, and he's taking control of this football team. He's, he's, got, he's such a natural leader. And we saw that last year with our postgame conversations and how he handled the situation that he was in you know, against Clemson and against Georgia Tech and Florida State and all the games that he got in. You, you saw that he's, he's, he's a built-in leadership that all quarterbacks need. Now, they are tailor-fitting the offense – to, to Jakari. They're, they're, this is offense is, is going to be made for him to be as successful as he can be as long as he follows the rules of the play. And, I, and I, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's a guy that, 
will bring a whole other dimension to the game as far as energy goes. I think the, the players have rallied around him, both offensively and defensively. He's, uh, a lot of these guys, that, names that are going to be playing tomorrow are new names because of so many guys going in, whether it's to the portal or to the NFL draft or for graduation purposes, they're not playing. And it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's, it's going to be a big stage for him, and it's going to be a great opportunity. I love what you said, by the way, about Shannon Dawson tailoring the offense to him um, because, you know, he, he plays differently than, of course, Tyler Van Dyke, who started most of the year, and, and Emery Williams, who got in a couple of games last year. Because, uh, you know, Jakari, physical, and he can run in a way, you know, Miami's other quarterbacks could not. Um, how do you think that that's going to match up against Rutgers' defense, Don? Because R- Rutgers, their their defense, to me, looks a lot better than their offense, and there could be some challenges there. Uh, do you think Jakari's going to be able to, to hit some deep throws and also pick up some first downs with his legs? You know, he's got to do all of the above, Alex, because that's what he is. I mean, he's not uh, – you, you can't – he cannot build his career that he's a running quarterback. If you're going to do that, go play running back or go right. play another position, he's got to be complete at that position. So he's going to have to, I think really the important thing is him completing some passes. I think because if he's going to be dialed in as a guy like Rutgers, now Rutgers, you know, they, they label their guy as a dual threat, but really he's a running back. He's their second leading rusher. And you can stop him if you're not threatened with the pass. I think it's important that, that Brown has a great day throwing the football. Now, that, you know, I'm talking percentage-wise, I'd like to see him in the in the mid sixties, if that's possible. That's a number that we're at right now, best in the ACC in completion percentage in the conference. I think he, he needs to hold true to that. But again, it's about ball distribution, and he's got to go through his progressions and understand that he is a quarterback. And then when everything breaks down, then he can go about it and do what he does best, and that's improvise. You know, Don, um, as far as his protection goes, um, I think to me, Miami's offensive line, uh, certainly a lot deeper than they were a year ago. Uh, they did lose center Matt Lee, who's declared for the NFL draft. He opted out of the game. And J.B. on Cohen, who was the starting left guard all season, same thing. Uh, I expect we'll probably see Matthew McCoy at left guard, probably Ryan Rodriguez at center. Do, do you see it lining up that way? And, and how do you feel about uh, the protection Jakari's going to have tomorrow? Well, I think, you know, the, also, um, the will be in there. He's been in the rotation in practice as well. So, you know, he's a fifth year guy that transferred in. And I see that you lost two guys that are going to get drafted in the National Football League, and you're replacing them with two or three guys that have had no experience to speak of, you know, and, I, and that's a big, that's a big hit. Don't let anybody fool you. With that being said, fortunately, that room, in my opinion, has got the best offensive line coach in America. And uh, and, if, and if that's not enough, the head coach is also one of the best offensive line coaches in America. So those guys will be, they'll be prepared. And that's the whole key to that position in a situation like this. Um, if they understand every play and the technique that they're supposed to be used, they can play winning football. But you're going, you're taking out, 75 starts and putting in zero starts and that's going to have an effect and you know how how does it catch up with you i don't know but if you can make your calls and you you are in the right position with a lot of effort you can neutralize that inexperience 
Don Bailey Jr. is with us. He's he's in New York City. He's live uh, with us, getting ready for the Pinstripe Bowl tomorrow. Uh, DBJ, I'm I'm sure you've done plenty of Rutgers scouting already. What have you seen from mm-hmm. the Scarlet Knights on tape? And of course, their head coach, someone we're all very familiar with, and Greg Schiano. What are the big challenges Rutgers is going to present to Miami? I think they're going to present a 60 minute challenge, Alex. You know, you look at you look at their record. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Michigan. They lost to Iowa. That's the second half of the year. The first. You know, they, they were 4-2 and two the first six games and then lost the last four games. But it's all against ranked opponents except for Maryland. And Maryland may be ranked at the end of the year, you know, as, as we speak. So they played a very tough schedule. They are extremely well coached all phases of, of the game. Special teams is a big part of Coach Giano's deal, as it is his Coach Cristobal. Of course, he's one of the best defensive coordinators in college football. And he was such a good defensive defensive guy. He was that in the NFL as well. So they're going to they play defense. They're going to build every game around defense, special teams, and not losing the football game. And they're adamant about winning the time of possession. They don't care if it's boring football offensively. They're just not going to turn it over. And they're going to they're going to hang around long enough and let the opponent make enough mistakes to where they'll capitalize with their quarterback, who's as good a dual threat as you're going to see in the game or especially in that conference and let him do what he does best. We're talking with Don Bailey Jr., Miami Hurricanes color analyst, who's going to be on the call tomorrow, 2.15 p.m. kickoff, 10 a.m. pregame here on WQAM, Miami Hurricanes against Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Uh, DBJ, over the last 20 years, Miami's bowl record has been has been quite poor. Um, you know, 2006, they won a bowl game against Nevada. 2016, they won a bowl game against West Virginia. Everything other than that since 04 have been have been bowl losses, and it makes people you know wonder. Over the past 20 years, have they taken you know bowl games seriously enough? Obviously, this will be Mario Cristobal's first bowl game as head coach at Miami. What's the attitude been for these past couple of weeks? Because I, I know that. And there are certain teams around the country that are probably going to show up to their bowl games not taking them very seriously. I hope Miami is not one of those, Don. You know, I, every every practice and meeting that I've been to, whether it was in Miami or New York, this team is extremely focused. They realize, you know, you're going to have guys playing in new positions. You're going to have first-time starters. This is really, as far as the where the ta- where the personnel is, it's almost like a spring game because you've got all these new faces. And I'm not going to let people forget that you're, you lost two starting safeties that are supposed to go to the NFL. You lost a defensive tackle that's supposed to go to the NFL. You lost a couple of linemen that are supposed to go to the NFL. You lost a receiver that, that's, going, that's transferred out to a national championship contender. So Miami has lost a lot of talent. And as far as looking at how they've approached it, they have approached it like every single regular season game, but it is the most important thing. And, and it's come through at practice. Now, they've, they've had some fun, they've done some events, and, you know, last couple of days here in New York, they've honed in to the fact that it is now game week. Miami is here to win a bowl game, not participate. They are here to win a bowl game, get on stage, and take the trophy home. They understand the quality of opponent. I don't, I have, I don't believe anybody that really is a Hurricane fan that's not informed understands that the team you're playing against Rutgers is very very good. Is their record six and six? Yes. Is that is that a bad record? 
<laughs> not when you look at who they played and you look at the talent on the field. Miami's coming in with a lot of new faces and new places, guys that have not played in the position, and they've embraced it. And, you know, the, the thing to me was yesterday we were at Giants, the New York Giants facility for practice, and the players ran the practice. There was, there was no pushing the guys to go harder. There was nobody taking a playoff. I was very impressed with how they practice in that environment and how they're handling it and showing maturity with really a, 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 an even younger team than you played the season with. So I expect them to give 100%, but I also understand why they're not favored to win this football game. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's something I, I've talked about that the last couple days, how Rutgers are, are favored by one point. I think, obviously, Don, you touched on it, how many important Miami players are, are leaving to try to get to the NFL. You've had handful of guys, including, you know, the guy who started 10 of your 12 games at quarterback this year, who's already transferred uh, to Wisconsin. And you mentioned Colby Young is on his way to Georgia. So, you know, I get Miami just with the amount of turnover. I understand why they're underdogs in the game. And it's also um, it, it kind of feels like a pseudo home game for Rutgers, right? Because their their campus is not too far away from the stadium. Yeah, that's, that is the case. Now, fortunately, Miami represents well here in the Northeast, and, and New York is, is a state where there's a lot of hurricanes. So it's gonna, it'll, be, it'll be heavily tilted Rutgers, but there'll be enough orange and green here to make a difference. And it's exciting. I mean, the, the bowl, they have, everybody's wondering what's going on with the bowls and what's going to happen. I can tell you the Pinstripe Bowl has done an A-plus job of making sure that everybody is entertained, that everything is organized, and it is first class. You know, Don, um, when I see, and, and our bowl game is not getting hit as badly as some others. Like, I look at the, the rosters for, uh, you know, Georgia against Florida State that are going to be going head-to-head -head on Saturday. It's like a lot of players we've never even heard of. Like, is it too logical that, can, can we move the transfer portal, Don? I understand players opting out for the NFL. That That's always going to happen, but... Can we move the start of the transfer portal back a few weeks so that guys can at least play the bowl game before they hit the portal? It seems like that would make too much sense for the NCAA not to do. Well, they're going to have to do something if they're going to keep the bowl games in place. And, and I am 100% for bowl games. I mean, I, yeah. I happen to be a part of the first bowl game Miami had in 14 or 15 years when they went to the Peach Bowl with Coach Nellenberger. And it was a great experience then. Fortunately, I've been from the Rose Bowl to the Orange Bowl to the Pinstripe Bowl to the, the Sun Bowl, any a lot of bowls I've gone to, and I have always enjoyed myself. I think it's a great experience for the players. I believe it's a reward for a successful season, but I also help think. I also think that it helps the players develop because they pick up 15 more practices, and the NCAA is going to have to do something. You know, one thing they have done is you know you're allowed four games to play in the regular season. If you do play in a, in a bowl game and it's your fifth game, you don't lose that year of eligibility. That's a step. But you, as, as far as I'm concerned, you have to protect the bowl system. You have to protect that. And an easiest thing, Alex, is you've got a great idea. Just move move that date, you know, till January or January 5th and, and let the guys be locked in place. And if they're going to opt out and go to the NFL, so be it. But at least give the advertisers, the fans on the road, the, 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 the watching audiences, no matter where they are, the viewing audiences, no matter where they are, an opportunity to basically see as much of a team that you followed all year in a bowl as you do um, in the regular season. 
Now, Don, I, I know you live a healthy lifestyle, 365. Have you had? Have you splurged at all in New York? Have you had any street hot dogs, any pizza? Have you had any any uh, cheap meals this week? <laughs> Well, let, let, me, let, me, let me put it this way. I, I do live a clean life, okay, as yeah. far as my habits go. When I hit New York City, or I hit New York with my family up here, <laughs> I'm off the wagon, baby. I'm, All right. I'm digging, so I'm digging in on the pizzas. <laughs> oh, well, you got, you got to start it off right away with a raised pizza as soon as you hit the door, don't you? I mean, does anything happen better than a raise, right? So you got to go right there, and you got when I go out for dinner, I eat what I can eat now. You know, I, I have some... Not a big meat guy, so I'm not going down that road much. But it's uh, I'm up here. It's it, everything. Everything's available, and I'm going to take advantage of it. I love it, Don Bailey Jr. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Enjoy the call, and enjoy the time with family and loved ones. All righty, Alex. Happy New Year to you. And uh, once again, I really appreciate being on with you. And you do a phenomenal job. I appreciate that. Ba- right back at you, Don. Thank you. Bye bye. Good stuff there uh, from Don Bailey Jr. And I like it because every time I see Don, like he's like he's eating broccoli. Like Don, Don, he eats so clean. So I wasn't sure, but I'm thinking the guy's in New York. You got to have a slice. He has eaten some pizza, Vlad. I was relieved to hear that. He better. He better. Have. <laughs> All right. Tobin and Leroy show continues. Dono and Vlad in for Tobin and Leroy here on AM 560 Sports WQAM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let me get to some headlines here since we had DBJ on at the top of the hour talking some pinstripe bowl. These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Dono and Vlad are in for Tobin and Leroy today. Appreciate everybody texting us on the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line at 305-567-0560. And we also appreciate those who are on the YouTube and Twitch live chats as well. Florida Panthers are back in action tonight. They will uh, take a quick road trip over to Tampa Bay. The 19-12-2 Panthers will take on the 17-13-5 Tampa Bay Lightning. And Vlad, pretty important game. couple of division rivals, and the Panthers are just one point ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, you know, I, I, I love to flex the games in hand. I love to flex being in playoff position. You cannot lose to Tampa Bay tonight. The Lightning are minus 115 money line favorites at home this evening. They got mind control over the Panthers, man. 
They've always man. They eliminated them two years ago in the playoffs. Yeah, you know they're you know in-state rival. We've had three days off. Yeah, you should beat this team. I like I like you the should. Panthers. I like the Panthers as a dog, as a road dog here, because I yeah, think they're too. a better th- team. I think they're a better team. And I think they, they they've been the better team the last the last couple of years, and uh, and the Lightning are uh, they're they're not cheating like they were. Do you remember a few years ago when they were stashing? healthy players like on their injured reserve just so they could get them for the playoffs like oh like it was like Stamkos and Kucherov it's like oh they're pretending to walk with a limp through the parking lot sorry don't worry guys (laughs) we're not allowed to play you now because it's against the rules but we're going to activate you during the playoffs and then we're going to beat everybody I I, I didn't like that nonsense not but it wasn't a bad idea though it was a great idea but it was a stupid rule and right but you know they 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 took advantage of that rule, and they won. How many Stanley Cups up with that? With that rule, too many, too many. <laughs> well, I think they only won the one doing that. But yeah, they 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 have won a handful of Stanley Cups, and I will not stand for it. I can't stand uh, anything from Tampa being better than anything from South Florida, right? I mean, South Florida, we've got the superior Cuban sandwich, and we should also <laughs> always have the superior hockey team. There's, you know. Well, what is there to do? Like, t- Tampa, every time I've been to Tampa, it seems dirty to me, Tampa. Like, I don't know. Like, feel feel free to to right, run a street cleaner, like, through your city. It's just like a filthy place. We were talking about the 80s, so um, Tampa was probably hot in the 80s when all the spring training and all the the, the teams would come for spring training. Ebor right. Strip, I think that was what, that's what, Ebor Strip? Right. So that was cool. Ebor City, yeah. Yeah, Ebor City. Um, but then Ebor City got old and... Now, now Ebor Ebor is a bore. Now there's nothing to do, and everybody went south. They went South Florida to the South That's Beach, right. Miami Beach, and it's never been the same after that. So, yeah, yeah, I could tell by our real estate prices that everybody's coming here. Exactly, <laughs> very low costing in Orlando in the Tampa area. You know, high costed, uh, high cost homes out here in South Florida. So, yeah, yep. yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's your, uh, your Florida Panthers tonight. And by the way, 7 o'clock face-off. You can hear the game right here on AM560 Sports WQAM. With Doug Plagans on the call, I will tell you, Doug, uh, he will not be eating a Tampa Cuban sandwich because he likes to eat well when he's on the road. He doesn't like to eat garbage. Like I don't know about that, man. He tries to eat well, but have you seen some of those arenas and some of the food that are, that's in the arena? Some good food. Some good food and some good snacks. True. He said, he sent a uh, a picture to us uh, when uh, they were in there on their the Canadian trip, and he's he sent a he's like I don't think I'm gonna be able to to withstand this, and I'm like what are you talking about, Doug? He sent a picture. They had like all these candies. Ooh, like, love all, it. Yeah, but it was like, it was like the good candy, like like going to like one of those stores where all they sell is candy, like all the best candy. Yeah, so like that, sugar. Yeah. That arena had, and he's like, he oh. he realized that he's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm not gonna be able to uh, withstand from not going and grabbing okay much candy, and you know, and it's it's tough, man. There's certain listen, I understand why there's certain media members that are you know portly. For lack round. of a better term, yeah. round. You go to a lot of arenas. Those arenas have some good snacks. Yeah. They have some good snacks. Well, he, here's the thing that that gets the why, why there's so many round radio people. Okay, um, there's depending on like how much you're out on the road covering stuff. There's a lot of free food or opportunities, Vlad. And the thing is, like, 
a lot of radio people. Of course, y- you and I were we're wealthy, you and me, so we don't have to worry. But there's a lot of radio people that are like, you know, right around that uh, that poverty line. So you're t- you're getting offered food, free food at certain spots. It's hard to say no, and free food is usually not healthy food. Of course, come on, all healthy food is expensive. Yeah, right. I mean, me, me and Vlad, we're uh, we're rolling in the dough. We eat uh, caviar and you know lobster. Oh, every well, I mean, I'm more of a stone crab guy, as we've established. But, I you know. know. <laughs> Just remember, the lobster was the cockroach of the sea. So they... that's right. That's what it used to be. The lobster got a great marketing department. I'm telling you. Like, All right, like so the Florida. SEC? Yeah, per- pretty much. Yeah, the lobster got the SEC uh, marketing uh, firm for for the ocean and for the water. Because yeah, because like all the other shellfish root for lobster the same way like Florida Gator fans when they go five and seven, but Alabama wins a championship. They're like, SEC, we did it. We want ourselves a title. I root for the conference. Forget about uh, Billy Napier. He's going five and seven. He can't keep any recruits on board, but SEC wins another title. We got this. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, uh, the ACC will not be winning a title this year. Uh, no representation in the playoffs, but my Miami Hurricanes tomorrow will be taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in the Pinstripe Bowl. That's a 2.15 p.m. kickoff at Yankee Stadium. We're going to have the game right here on AM560 Sports WQAM with our pregame coverage starting at 10 a.m. with our guys Hollywood and Brian Monroe on the pregame. And I'm going to take you, uh, me and Malik Rozier, will take you through the postgame till 8.45 tonight after the game. Uh, and then the reason why I can tell you we're going to finish post game at 8:45 is because that's when preheat is going to start on this radio station. Miami Heat tomorrow are taking on the Golden State Warriors on the road. Heat will look to stay hot. Uh, no Jimmy, no problem the other night because Jaime Jaquez Jr. stepped up two nights ago and had the best Christmas Day game any NBA rookie has had at least since 1985. And he actually put up better numbers than Patrick Ewing did in that game. I think Ewing had 25 and 10 on Christmas in 85. Jaime Jaquez had 31 and 10, Vlad. Yeah, but Ewing did it against Larry Bird. There was no Joel Embiid said that. Was that the game that was on? I didn't even know who they played against on that Christmas. I think it was the Celtics to play that day. It was? Okay. the big three of the Celtics there. And also, like, in in 85, the the games would end, like, 80 to 77. No, no, not in the 80s. Not in the 80s. Oh, it was not in the 90s? That was the 90s when the games were, uh, you know, were struggle bus. You can see, like, I really started watching basketball 92 was the year that I started watching basketball. And it was because, you know, the Heat had been around since 89. Like, I was aware. I was born in 84, so I was really young. Like, I was aware of the Heat, but 1992 was the first time, uh, you know, my my family took me to a game. After watching them live in the arena, I I was hooked. So, I you know, I grew up in the 90s on a lot of low-scoring basketball. I don't remember the 80s. The 80s was like this, where there's no scoring. I mean, there's no defense. Oh, really? Yeah. So we've come full circle. We've come full circle, yes. The 80s was a lot of up and down, team scoring 120 points easily. That's why it's crazy now when you look at the totals in some of these games and it's like 249, you know, you're like, I'm not betting. Now you're like, you might as well. You might as well. You'd be stupid not to. So, yeah. So heat tomorrow night. That'll be an 8:45 pregame time. Heat at Warriors with a 10 p.m. Uh, start time for that one. So uh, they'll they'll be up late out there on the West Coast. I know my my guy Tommy Tig uh, is going to be drinking some espresso uh, from from the studio uh, before post game there. 
Uh, on Friday, Miami Hurricanes basketball team is hosting North Florida. Uh, I don't see a point spread for that one, so uh, it's, it's not, not even on the board. It's not going to be a line. <laughs> they might win 75 nothing. I don't know. I hope so. Um, and then on Sunday, big conference matchup. Your Miami Dolphins taking on the Baltimore Ravens on the road in Baltimore, 1 p.m. First place in the AFC is on the line. If the Dolphins win, they move in to that number one seed. Ravens are currently in that number one seed. If the Ravens win, I think, Vlad, if the Ravens win, they have it locked up then, right? They, no, they Ravens win, it. yeah. Ravens win, they clinch yeah. it because they have the tie-breaking advantage yeah. over us. That's everybody. right. So if, if, the Raven, if the Ravens win, they lock up the number one seed in the AFC. If the Dolphins can play spoiler, they would still have to potentially beat Buffalo the following week to keep but the number one seed in the, the AFC. you become the new kings of the AFC East. That's right. You knock the new kings of the AFC yeah, and the AFC East if right. you knock out the, the Bills. So, you know, that's um, that's a lot to play for, and you don't want to lose because now if you lose that game against Buffalo, now it's for the division. If Buffalo beats New England, right? That's right. But no matter what, you're the in Dolphins the playoffs. Play- yeah, and also, but like, even though you're already in the playoffs, no matter what, I every in every scenario, the Dolphins are are. They have reasons to win these next two games. Like there, there is gotta, no yeah, scenario. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, right? they, like, look, it's like if, if the Ravens win on Sunday, they can just kick their feet up and play all the the second stringers their final game because they have nothing to play for. The Dolphins have no matter what the scenario, the Dolphins have something to play for in each of their next two games because you, you're either trying to secure the number one seed or you're or trying to secure seed, the division or the two seed. Right? Yeah. You, you yeah. still you're trying to you you already know you have a playoff position, but you're trying to lock up a. Uh, a home game. That's what you. If you're not gonna get the number one seed, at least you know week 18 you beat Buffalo, you lock up the two seed. You don't want to lose these next two games, and then all of a sudden you go from having a chance of being a one seed, and the AFC playoffs have to go through South Florida to now going on the road to you know possibly. Well, wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, if you're like the six seed, where would you go to three? That would be um, Kansas City. Would you want to go to Kansas City? I don't know if you want to start yeah. the. I don't know if you want to start your playoff, uh, your playoffs in Kansas City with them ticked off and everything like that. I mean, it's probably they better game. be ticked off. They just lost at home to the Raiders, and the Raiders like suddenly their last two games they look fantastic. So I I know they're they're playing for Antonio Pierce. They they want him to get that job permanently, but uh, but still like. These are the types of home games Kansas City did not used to lose games like that at Arrowhead. So yeah, they better I, be ticked off. Yeah, they'll be ticked off, and I still think once the playoffs start, that team will be different. Um, I just feel like you've been in the playoffs. You've been playing almost the last game of every season over the last six seasons. It's going to get to a point where even a regular season just gets a little tiring and you just want to get to the postseason. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to be the sixth seed starting in Kansas City. You maybe be the five seed and go to Houston or Jacksonville? You know, if we if we went to Jacksonville, um, that's I think an automatic. You could, I think I don't think you're. I don't put it this way. In both conferences, if you're the fifth seed and you got to play the 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 lowest division winner, which probably coming out of the South, I don't think you're upset yeah. with with that. No, I don't think not. the Cowboys would be upset going to Tampa to play the Buccaneers again in the postseason. Nor would I think that Miami, if they finish with the fifth seed, would be upset going to Houston or going to. Uh, to Jacksonville to take on the Texans and Jaguars respectively. No, I don't think that. But 
you rather have that week off and you rather have not have to worry about traveling at all. If you know that you can stay in South Florida for the next three weeks to a month, that the only road game that you have to go would be a neutral site. Yeah, I think Vegas, take, which yeah. is not not going to be terrible weather there. No. So then it's like, no, handle your business. This is what you've been talking about. This is what Mike McDaniel's been um, preaching. You've hear, you see it on Hard Knocks. You see it all, all the times in the press conferences. It's one game at a time. They don't give you anything for 15 weeks. But you know what, though, sir? This week 17, the 16th game of the season that's about to happen, uh-huh. this is a game that everybody will be talking about. This is a game that everybody will be looking at. So Absolutely. everything that you said, this is this is the moment. This is the moment. You, I'm telling you this right now. Dolphins beat the Ravens. South Florida's wilding out New Year's Eve. I, I swear to you, they, they're oh, going to be yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve night, you can't tell no Dolphin fan any. That's, it's a, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're we're gonna be hitting the streets. We're gonna be hitting all the bars and 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 the club. We're gonna be partying like it's uh, cocaine cowboys all over again. Like you're gonna be par- We're and, gonna and, be partying. And then knowing that, oh my God, one week to go. Go yeah. against your rival. It's at home. You win number one seat, and you possibly yeah. knock him out. Like there's a lot. Right, like you and, said, and you already so much you already, to play for. You, you already would have uh, would have eliminated them from winning the division, which would feel good, and then you could have a chance, like you said, to knock them out of the playoffs entirely. Buffalo, yes, should be something. But that's why I don't want you to lose. Cause they, yeah, because there's you said something yesterday that I didn't, you know, that I didn't. Nobody even thought about. I know they're playing well, but and they've gone through four quarterbacks. But low key, the Dolphins beat the Ravens. But they lose to the Bills. The Browns win the next two games. The yeah, Browns could Browns be the one hot. seed. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to play. Every everybody still has a lot to play for because nothing's settled yet. Mm. And Joe Fl- Joe Flacco turned the clock back to 2012. Like he's he's living his uh, Super Bowl MVP life again. The way he's been playing, that's something. By by the way, this guy uh, Marlo writes in. Uh, he says, "Hey Vlad, doesn't Dono expect all access at the Kaseya Center like he's Tobin?" I do notice. I gotta say, like I mean, this is a compliment to Tobin. Seems like he's a VIP wherever he goes. He he's like he's like the next generation's Joe Rose, right? Because Joe Ro- everywhere <laughs> Joe goes, any arena Joe goes to, any public play, like he's getting first in line at Prime One Twelve. He's skipping the line at Joe's Stone Crab. I feel like Tobin is like Joe Rose Jr. in uh, the probably, like, yeah, Tobin's probably treatment. skipping the line at, you know, Firehouse Grill or something like that, you know. <laughs> but but I feel like it because, like, every time uh, every time I watch a Marlins game, Tobin's, like, he's dressed up like Macho Man and he's, like, in the VIP section. And, uh, you know, Heat There's... Games, I think he gets VIP treatment. So I'm telling you, man, to- Tobin is creeping up on Joe Rose when it comes to all the, the red carpet stuff. I'm nowhere near that. I'm I'm low-key, Vlad. I'm a man of the people. I don't I don't jump lines. I don't uh, I don't name drop. I mean, a few times I say I know Joe Rose and I try to get a deal on something. It doesn't usually work. But I got to tell you, man, Tobin, <laughs> Joe knows. <laughs> Tobin's Joe knows. That's funny. Dates up. Joe knows. <laughs> Um, hey, Tobin, there's no diehard South Florida fan like Tobin. And I mean, you know, he, got, he got a boulevard named after Dwayne Wade. Like, you realize Dwayne Wade couldn't do that for himself, but, but Tobin, Tobin could get that done for Wade, which Tobin is crazy. Tobin did. You know, Tobin writes songs. 
And, you know, he makes uh, videos for his favorite players and teams. He also wants to trade half of them sometimes, but, you know. Right. That's just, but that's Full his version of yeah. TTL, Tobin Tough Love, you know. So <laughs> that's why uh, this week, if the Dolphins win, you know Tobin's going to go crazy about all the media yeah. and the hate for the, for the Dolphins, all the criticism that they had, all these narratives, like I said. But I got to win. All this good positivity is all great, but it, uh, one loss stops it all, and you have everything right in front of you. You can't ask for anything more than that. And I and this is where, the, from what happened last season, you you want to you want to see the improvement and the evolution of this team from this season. Because last season, that five game losing streak that stunk, man. That was that was nasty work. And then right now, you've seen the difference in this season. You. Even though the Titans loss was a bad loss, but they've had two pretty good wins back-to-back after that Titans loss. Yeah. When we come back, uh, I've got a list in front of me of the top 10 richest NFL players of all time. This combines net worth. It combines salary, endorsements, investments. I need to see if any former or current Miami Dolphins made the list. Top 10 richest NFL players of all time. And listen, these are not the guys you saw in the Billy Corbin broke documentary. This is the, the, these are the ones who invested well and all that stuff. We will talk about it next year on AM 560 Sports WQAM. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Vlad, is this is this true? Someone says you never paid up your bet for the Heat taking out the Knicks in the playoffs this past year. Did you not pay that off? Actually, I did try to pay it off. You tried. You tried to. Yeah. Leroy didn't want it. He didn't want it. Really? Leroy said no. What, what, what were you gonna What were you gonna pay him off with? Uh, dinner. He, uh, dinner. He just Capital didn't want to go to dinner with you. No, I was like, hey, when you wanted it, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> I did try to pay up. I pay up my bets. I know you do. That's why I I was surprised to read that from uh, from one of the commenters. That's why I wanted to ask you about it. Because if there's anything I know about Vlad, he's a man of his word. Like you're not a Welcher. No, I'm not. I'm you know, (laughs) trust me. Brian Monroe's been drunk on many nights because of my bets, my me losing bets to him. So yeah, he's probably got. He's probably got two years worth of of uh, Crown Royal. Well, it would be two years worth for anyone else, but with the way he knocks down that crown, that's <laughs> it like might a be a week. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I paid all my bets have been paid off for the year of twenty twenty three. Can't wait for twenty twenty four. Yeah, you know, I notice as we're leading up to the new year, uh, people don't do that thing anymore on social media where they're like, twenty twenty three was so horrible, terrible. All these celebrities died, and I was so depressed. Like, 2024, that's going to be my year. I think people stopped doing that, Vlad, after 2019. Because I, I still I, – because a lot of people were doing, like, montages of, like, people's old tweets. Like, it's a, you know, 2020 was was an awful year, a global pandemic. It, right. was, it was a dreadful year. And I can remember, like, leading up to New Year's Eve 2019, everyone was like, this was a, the worst year of my life. 2020 is going to be so amazing. It's going to be so rich without it. You know, 2020 was just a dreadful year. So people don't, 
I feel like the jinx is real, Vlad. And people aren't <laughs> doing that. Like heading into 2024, it's more of a wait and see type of approach. Well, let's see what 2024 brings before we go crazy here. I don't know if, yeah, because every year, every time you think one year has been the worst year, the following year is like, oh, you know, hold my beer. You know, like, oh, I'm going to show you what, what bad can be or what right? can be worse, more worse. They can, yeah. They, Dude, you're, every you're year. so right. 2020 was the year of hold my beer. That's what that was. Like, oh, you thought last year was bad? <laughs> just no, wait. I thought 2022 and then 2023 out the gate was just like there was so many craziness that from the beginning that I don't think there's been a month where you you weren't there was some type of controversy, something crazy yeah. happened. Like yeah. there was there was there hasn't been a a dry period in 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 news or just stories whatsoever this year. And That's a good point. and. The way things are ending, you're like, well, if it's ending like this, 2024, it's gonna, it's gonna be even crazier. Might be. And by the way, not to be, not to say this, but the reason why 2024 will be crazy, it's a political year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a very political person. I'm not, I'm not either, but I just know that. Yeah. You said 2020, right? Yeah. Was yeah. It was well, a political what, year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. When it gets crazy, it's always political election years. I'm gonna have to stay off of Facebook for like three months because it's weird. Like it's it's always the most awkward thing where it's like, listen, man, I've I've got I've got some opinions. I vote, but I'm not like I don't like you know, I don't dis excommunicate family members because they don't have the same they don't vote for the same people as me. Like some people, so it's like I'm just gonna stay off of Facebook for a few months because I'm sure that's gonna get crazy. Everyone spewing out their opinions, and I'm glad. Somebody put this in the chat. I do want to get. I, we still need to get to uh, the richest NFL players of we all get, time, right? But I think if uh, one team that needs to be uh, talked about right now—that's right, a team that needs to be congratulated. Yes, right. We got to say congratulations to the Detroit Pistons when we come back here on AM five sixty Sports WQAM. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.